is a Fast and Furious movie? <laughs> yeah. How far this movie has come from the simple street races? I know. It'd be cool if they go back, like, pay homage to that. To the original? Maybe, like, what's his name, Dom? Does he have mm -hmm. a kid? Probably. It's all about family. <laughs> yeah, because he's a family. I'm just thinking, like, I'm a family man. They'll do the fucking Creed, like, remake thing. Oh, where, guarantee. Like, guarantee. kid is, like, 16. It could be a girl, because... You want a boy? Mm -hmm. Like that's not just like Creed. Just so like Creed. You got the girl. It's like, what are you doing, girl? Oh, I'm trying to fix this. This the carburetor's not working. Let me show you. And then next <laughs> yeah. thing you know, like she's sneaking out of the the room. Like where the fuck yeah. is she going? She yeah, brings yeah, like yeah. her her leather jacket, and then <laughs> yeah. he follows her with the bike. You can already see it, right? And it's yeah. okay. Yeah. And then there's the street racing, and then it's like, it's not how you stand by a car, it's how you reach. You know? Like all that shit again. <laughs> They're gonna, I would love to see that. Let's go. Yeah, like, a, yeah, like you said, like Creed. Yeah. Bring where it back he steps more. into the, the coach role. <laughs> Didn't you have like crazy, like, action hero stories? <laughs> like he's jumping off planes and shit, right? What up, motherfucker? What up, cool guy? Going on? You're the cool guy over here with the the new cut hair over there. Choo Look at that <laughs> smooth guy with the sunglasses. What's happening? I'm just having fun. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing you off guard, man. Changing changing things up. Changing things up. Oh, what do I do? Catching, he's catching you off guard. He's in sunglasses. Is he hiding something? Improvise. <laughs> Look up. <laughs> no, that'd be fun, right? Some major black guy or something. What happened to me today? No, just being a silly fuck. <laughs> you silly, silly you guy. Silly, silly, silly old bear. <laughs> How are you, man? Besides the, haircut, you... the new haircut, what's 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 happening? What's the hat? Uh, so on. Well, the reason I got a haircut is um. Because Friday was uh, Steph and I's uh, seven-year anniversary from meeting. Well, not Friday. Oh, I guess cool. technically today. But we went and celebrated on Friday. So we saw uh, a comedy show and nice. and uh, got some Korean barbecue at a new spot. So a new, yeah, it was a good. A new place that you like? Well, a new, yeah, a new place oh, that we okay. uh, didn't try before. All right. But, so um, let me see. Yeah. Um, who did you um, see anything fun that comedy night? that night yeah it was good um a comic uh the i don't know if you know eliza schlesinger mm, yeah uh, i think she's been on rogan blonde blonde hair blonde yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. she seems cool yeah. whenever they talk they seem like yeah they have a nice chemistry how's her she's good. Uh, how's her comedy well it's the second time we've seen her we saw her at the republic like in 2018 and i've seen like we've seen her specials she has a bunch of specials on Netflix, so we've yeah. watched. I think we've seen them all. Mm. She's um, her style is very like physical, and she like talk about the uh, sex a lot, or does she talk about female body parts? Uh, yeah, yeah, like women and and um, like dating and. How is the, uh the comedy as a, a a male like a older like a, you know the the age you're at like. Well, is it relatable or is it more skewed to, um, I don't know, a different genre or different audience? Um, I mean, like I've 
I'm used to her comedy, so it was fine. Like I, mm. I, I don't have like a problem and it is, it's more relatable because she's like really big on the generations. So she's like always talks about being a millennial and um, yeah, so it's, it's, I can identify with that part. And then like just hearing like the women's perspective on, on dating and culture fun. and social media and all that shit. So mm. yeah, it was good. Yeah. She's uh it didn't disappoint. It was a, it was a good show. Nice. Did good. Yeah. Any interaction? Funny. Um you just in the front no, going on. No, no, we were like row G. So what is that? A, B, C, D, yeah, E, F. Like set seventh row. You can I'm still the, see her. But you're in the you're in the black. Like you can't yeah, see. Yeah, I'm in, probably yeah. in the dark. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um Batman over here. <laughs> I was raised in the darkness, molded by it. <laughs> um but um uh her crowd what's like what's okay. what's up? you got some you got a face for <laughs> something to get spicy. Was it just okay. like someone got upset? Did you get no 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 um so her act was great, she was good, Heckly? enjoyed her stuff. What's going on? No, like I was just surprised, like, because la the last time we saw her was at the Republic, which is like a, a smaller venue. <laughs> Any and now bananas she's there? Shoot. Huh? Any bananas there? Uh, no bananas. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't know the what Republic, the Republic is. It's like um. I know what Banana Republic is though. <laughs> it's a it's like a concert venue, like a nightclub kind of venue. It's usually like, excuse a little younger, Where's as far that? as. Um, it's across from Alamoana on top of District. Do you know where District is? No. Uh, it, it was something else before that. It was a nightclub downstairs. Mm. Interesting. It's across from Alamoana. Anyway, um, yeah, so it was cool to see her in the Hawaii Theater, a larger venue. It was mm. interesting because it reminded me of um, the theaters that we went to in New York, but mm -hmm. it was such a Hawaii crowd. I'm like man, the Hawaii crowd. I like I like the Hawaii crowd. The Hawaii but, crowd is is my crowd. You gonna say butt? Oh no 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 butt. You're gonna like, say butt. <laughs> it was just comparing it because it's like the Hawaii theater is like a classic old school theater. So it reminded me of the theaters in New York, but like the the crowd in New York is different than the crowd here in Hawaii. Mm. How so? Like, let's dive into that. What do you mean that uh, you like more casual? More casual, like. Mm. In New York, I feel like people would like dress up for the shows and stuff, and a little more you feel underdressed at that time. Or um, no, because there were also people that didn't dress up. It was just mm -hmm. more people would dress up versus in Hawaii. You know, you got people just in t-shirts or aloha shirts and pretty chill because it was yeah. it was a Friday night. So I think maybe some. So you're people... in your element, like yeah, it's my people. Yeah, something. I felt I felt comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> so now that you're comfortable. You know the drinks to make you feel even more comfortable. So no, we didn't we didn't end up getting drinks there. Oh. But well, uh, but regardless, you're comfortable. I was uh, comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Makes the experience more comfortable, right? Mm -hmm. If you're like so... in this crowd and then you're watching <laughs> something like. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But um, her opening act wasn't my favorite. Ooh. He was like, kind of like. Well, at first, Steph and I both thought he was. Wait, gay. is this guy? This guy from here, or is this someone she brought along with them? Uh, he's her opener, so yeah, she she brought him along. 
but Steph and I both thought he was gay just the way he his mannerisms and stuff. Yeah, he talked about oh my girlfriend and like, his what? wife and son. Oh wife. Like, oh okay, so you're not gay, but then like he's I don't know if you remember like either on Rogan or some other podcast where they talk about comedians that conflate um, cheers and claps with laughs. Mm. So he was so kind of that social justice, justice thing. Yeah, yeah he was like, kind of like he was like, to, guys, like... I'm scared as a straight white man raising a son. I I I don't want to mess up, you know, being an ally and all this shit. I'm like, oh my god, bro, can we get this shit out of here? But people are like, yeah, you'll be okay. Yeah, yeah. Then... like somebody yelled out, "You got this!" I'm like, oh my god, this is a comedy show, guys. Mm. <laughs> So you thought it just didn't belong here. Well, yeah, that. And then he was like telling like sob stories, like pulling at heartstrings. So it wasn't comedy. It was just storytelling. Yeah, it was more storytelling than stand up. So storytelling with applauds. But this isn't isn't a written. This isn't a speaking show. This is a make me laugh show, you know? Yeah. And I mean, he still got some laughs, but it was like almost like a roller coaster ride where he was like, you know, I'm scared or when I had my stroke and whatever, whatever, I'm like, dude, you're really like bringing the mood down. <laughs> hmm. So and yeah. it's because uh, you are, um, you are a comedy connoisseur. So, you know, like I've been around the block. This is not what I see. This is like, yeah. this is some social shit. Social yeah. Justice. I mean, like it was just interesting. Cause you know, usually right. when I see shows, I'm like, Oh yeah, this is like straight up comedy. And this is the first time I saw, it, I was like, Oh, this is what they're talking about where they're going for cheers instead of laughs. Mm. It's like, whoa, I I noticed like right off the bat. But what does uh Eliza think? Like she's a part of the crowd with Joe Rogan where they talk about people like that. But yeah, to bring someone on there to make you look better. You know how he talks about that too? Oh, I'm gonna bring someone who's not so good, someone I come up. Well, I don't know. I mean, she she leans pretty left too, but yeah. So maybe they have the same idea ideals. Mm-hmm. But with her, it's you know, it's more about the comedy. Like it was a lot more laughs versus with him, it was like he brought it to like a, I don't know. Like I said, like you you're saying storytelling. It was like a storytelling aspect mm-hmm. and virtue signaling. And then the the guy next to us, he was a white dude and his uh, wife or girlfriend was Asian. And he was just like, every time he was like, yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. It's like, Oh my God. Like, so what is this guy doing? do you, do you felt, do you feel like um, when you were looking around that, like, am I the only one that thinks like this is reacting this way? As far or do as you like, feel like everyone was mesmerized by his storytelling and, not really noticing the the theme that's not a, a comedy act, it's a pity act or something. Yeah, I feel like maybe most of the crowd was on board because, like, you know, they were, like, eating it up as far as yeah. I could tell. But, you know, it's a big room, so who knows? But You got a third far- eye, bro, but not everyone has that third eye. It's like, something <laughs> fishy. Is- <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I'm not saying he was terrible. Like he No, no, but good you just stories, felt like it I- wasn't it wasn't comedy standards. Yeah, this was, like, the woke comedian that I've heard so much heard about whispers. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Oh, so this is what it's like when it's yeah. more about like being woke than, uh, than, um, the comedy. Mm. Yeah. So 
it was just interesting. Like, like you said, like we go to a, a good amount of comedy shows. So to see that in the wild, know. yeah, it was different. It's different yeah. than even cause like, even when Eliza came up and her whole act was like laugh after laugh after laugh, you know, hidden the punchlines, the jokes, it was, it was yeah. good. So it's just that even that contrast was noticeable, mm -hmm. but it was still good. The show overall was good. Sweet. Yeah. Well, um, so just one act and she went up. Yeah. Yeah. So was that like a hour and a half type? Or um, well, the show was supposed to start at seven, but you know these things never start on time. So it might have been Hawaii like, time, or is this just like this? Yeah, <laughs> just the standard comedy. I, I think it's pretty standard because you know people are still like trying to get drinks or get through the doors, and so maybe it started. I would say it possibly started around seven thirty. I don't know. I wasn't really watching my my uh, my uh, watch, but yeah. I think and then it finished at around. 8 30 maybe it started before 7 30 because it was about 8 30 when it finished 8 45 maybe so hour plus hour to hour and a half i would say nice so um since you've gone to a whole bunch is there a standard how to deal with phones kind of thing or do mm. they all handle it differently yeah they all do they handle do it the joe rogan style with the little ziploc bag thing yeah or... when we went to kevin hart he did the yonder bags where yonder. we had yeah we had the yonder bags like you know the legit ones that are magnetized lock and that you have to get them unmagnetized when you leave and then um oh, when we were someone? yeah yeah like oh, you have to so you if you want back. to use your phone you go outside and be like hey can you unlock this for me mm -hmm, that's cool mm -hmm. yeah and then um, when we went to the comedy clubs in New York, the comedy store and the fat black pussycat, they just put them in these like um, almost like uh, like shipping bags mm -hmm. with the, like the, poly, you know, uh, the poly ones. Yeah. Bubble, yeah. bubble wrap or something. The bubble wrap. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So yeah. they put them in those. So and yeah, that one, if you wanted to use it, you just go outside and open it up. Uh, for Eliza's, they just don't use your phones. So honor system, right? Just keep it in your pocket. Uh, did you hear anything? No. It. I didn't hear anything, but I saw a lady a couple rows in front of us pull her phone Scream. out to show the person. Yeah, to show the person next to her some right? picture. Yeah, I'm like, dude, put that shit away. Or learn how brightness works because some people don't know. And it's well, like, even if it's, even I'm if just it's saying, if you needed to. I wouldn't do it in this place, but if I needed to in a dark place, like I would put, you know, the dimness. Yeah. Cause like I even put my watch on theater mode because you know I don't yeah. want to it, it, it would distract me too. Yeah. So yeah. Screens. You, know. you see it and you're like, fuck, what the fuck is Fucking that? black mirrors? Yeah. White mirrors when they're lit. <laughs> yeah. Light up your face. I see white what you mirrors. look like. <laughs> white mirrors. <laughs> uh, yeah. But um, so, um, yeah, show was good. After that, you tried a new joint. Um, well, I don't know if I remember telling you that Steph and I were kind of disappointed with Sura when we took yeah. you and Janice there. I think you told us that night. Like, uh, they they kind of lost. They do. They did. Or something. So like. 
when we were in New York, we we were craving Korean, and they have a little Korea town in New York. So we were like, all right, let's go get some ice. yakiniku. You find huh? some ice, the, the all you can eat. Did they have any of that there? Well, there might have been, but we didn't find it, and we ended mm. up going to a place that was fucking pricey as shit. Like you spent like 150 or something. 150 like, for like a three meat combo. And you're like, I'm still hungry. Well, Steph, <laughs> we saw those prices, and Steph and I were like. Let's get the fuck out of here. So oh. we just left. <laughs> yeah. And we ended up we ended up going to like a Mexican cantina instead. There's something about like they have a me and Janice wanted to get um a Korean barbecue too. She wanted to try another place, but it's not all you can eat. Mm-hmm. So like the combo, I was like, man, that's all you get for the combo? It's like, I don't know. Like yeah. It made me like I think because I'm spoiled already by the all you can eat price, mm-hmm. which sometimes is like 40 something yeah dollars. Yeah, like, yeah yeah it feels like you're getting a deal mm-hmm. but when you're spending 90 and you get like a certain amount of meats it just doesn't feel the same yeah yeah definitely well, so um yeah continue with the new york uh thing so yeah we we were we were like all right we'll get korean barbecue when we get home and we'll find a new spot so we, you know, we did research. Man, so you were craving a long time. For like a month. <laughs> so we, yeah. we did like research a couple weeks ago to see like, okay, which one looks good. And we found like this old school family run Korean barbecue spot kind yeah. of by Walmart. And we, we checked it out after the show. And it's not all you can eat, but they had like a pretty decent combo for 80 bucks which mm. was like more than enough for Steph and I between the two of us and a good variety of different meats. So it was, it was good. good. So did you feel like, were you full or did you have to order just a little bit more? Uh, we did get a second round of rice. Mm. Um, and I had a couple of beers, but like the meat combo between the two of us, it was more than enough. Like we were like struggling to finish it at the end. Cause it was a pretty decent sized plate that was heaping with the meats. And it was like, heaping. it was good, man. This is a they good spot up, right huh? here. Yeah. Like it was with the, that, the combo, the extra order of rices and a couple of beers, it was a hundred bucks. So we were, we were happy. Yeah. Like, all right. Family, family style. Yeah. We were like the only non-Koreans in there. <laughs> so it was like pretty legit then if it was all koreans and oh yeah, yeah it was definitely legit like like even um when we went to sura the sesame oil i don't even think that was sesame oil it didn't taste like sesame oil but the, this place sesame oil, oil was on point the mm. spicy dipping sauce was on point they had like this like paste like almost like a tomato paste was it was all good man all the mm. sides were good it was yeah. traditional nice no frills no like loud music or five birthdays but yeah yeah even the environment matters like i don't want a too loud place but i don't want quiet i just want like to play some normal music and deliver me (laughs) yeah well this this place was like it was it's supposed to be open till midnight and we got there around a little after nine Mm -hmm. and there was like other people in there and it was you know conversation but there was no like music or anything so then at a certain point it like cleared out around 10 or something and it was quiet just your food 
Just your yeah. food cooking, sizzling. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like it's so that? fucking quiet in here. Give me some music. Put some. <laughs> but they're but they're open till midnight. But and it was a Friday night. But for some reason, I guess oh. it's a secret spot, man. Ghost People don't town. know about it. <laughs> well, don't tell. Oh, well, you, you already. I said didn't it. say the name. Yeah, I didn't say. I, I I don't remember the name. It's near Walmart. Which Walmart, guys? Huh? <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> no deets. But um, it was good. It was good. And I. Okay, I ran into this guy who I recognized, but I couldn't Jitsu. remember where I knew Jitsu. him from. It's a and No, because he asked me like he asked me two questions if I went to college and if I was still he knew wrestling. You. He knew me. I knew his face, hey. but I couldn't remember. Oh, so it was more like, hey, yeah, oh, hey, dude. I remember then, his face, but I don't remember who. Oh, he how was. you been? Oh, good, good. Um, he's a, he, and he's an older guy, oh. like a middle-aged guy. Like, but oh, wait, you know. he went. Oh, did you go to college? Yeah, like, did you go to ask? college? And was I still wrestling? So I'm like, okay. Oh, so, so the is, high school guy. This is a guy from high school, and dude, he must have been like one of my teachers or something. Huh? Yeah. He's a teacher, like a. A wrestling teacher or anything? I don't I don't know if he was one of my I don't think he was one of my wrestling coaches because I can feel you, like I would remember him. Can you investigate? Let's go. I tried to investigate, oh. I couldn't find oh. him. <laughs> Give me details. Okay. Write a description. Tell me right now. I'm gonna draw something. <laughs> Asian guy. Asian guy. Um yeah, I guess he's Korean. Um okay. local, but local Korean, right? Cause that description right now makes me think of my soccer coach. Like there was a Korean guy, but how am I supposed to know what his name is or anything? I don't know. I don't dude. know any. I don't know. Yeah, I was Who like, can give I us know, information. I know his face, but I'm like, dude. If he had a yearbook, a do, they, do they have? Um, dude, if, is there teacher uh, pictures? I think there's only... teacher pictures. Yeah, this, but I don't have the yearbook, so I couldn't. I couldn't look. <laughs> It's like one of those mysteries. Like, who is this guy that asked me? Well, like, yeah, he was obviously older. So I was like, oh, he must have been a teacher. But you guys locked on eyes. Well, he like, saw hey. me first. He's and like, hey. Like, I'm like, oh. hey, I know your face. But in my, I couldn't make the connection on who he was. So wait, you, uh, he said, hey, and then you locked eyes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. And I saw his you face. You didn't even know like, he was coming. You were just like blind. Yeah, blind blindsided. Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, hey. Register, register. Who is how are I you? Like, I was like, familiar face, but I don't know who he is. Hey, um, how's it? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, how you, you been? Yeah, that's too funny. Yeah. Um. So I, I mean, I think he was. I don't one think of the I've teachers. had that. Like, usually, like, I figure it out after a while. Like, Dude, to this day, I even it's been two days day. that I can't figure it out. <laughs> to this day, like, it's to this, forever. Well, you think eventually I'd be like. But yeah, it's been half my life, right? I haven't seen or thought about him in 17 years. <laughs> Maybe he'll wake up and 18 like, years. Nakamura. <laughs> Something like that. Dude. Yeah. I mean, it had to be high school. Did I go to college? Do I still wrestle? High so school. he knew you wrestled. Yeah. And he didn't know what was going on in your life mm -mm. past college. He didn't and even he know that I went to college. Have, he doesn't have Facebook because. He would know what's going on in your world. I don't know. Maybe he was a wrestling coach, but he doesn't seem familiar. So, yeah, it's such a um fine detail. Like, if you were another student, 
I wouldn't remember what sport you played. Yeah, but... right? Like, yeah, right? So it must have been a wrestling coach, right? Because it's it so to be random. wrestling related. Wrestling world. <laughs> but that was the night of the Korea? Korean? Yeah, he in the Korean restaurant. Be, before it got quiet? Before it got quiet. When we first got there. Can you imagine it's like really quiet? Miguel? <laughs> oh, thought no one was here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You'll, you'll never know. Just like how I'll never know where my friend Chase is at. I'm still looking for you, Chase. Fucking Wherever mystery. you are. Yeah. Fucking mystery. Yeah, I mean like. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> yeah, it must have been wrestling. And I told him no, and that I'm doing jujitsu, and he didn't seem to really care. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you would think that it would give you like um, some clout, like oh, bravo, no, sir. No, no, no reaction, no, no reaction at all. Oh. It's like you're not wrestling. Fuck you. <laughs> <sighs> you're not giving um, back to the wrestling community. Get yeah. out of here, <laughs> man. Well mystery man yeah man be fun to figure that out yeah right this is like a long yeah my friend chase i'll never know the snack the snack time like fuck we have all these things that like unsolved mysteries is that the song i think so wait play it for us then because obviously it's not memorable to me, but and an old school host with his trench coat. <laughs> trench coat. Yeah, I did, old... not, I did not watch this enough to remember these details. <laughs> Dude, I I used to watch it all the time as a kid. I watched the under the stairs monster. <laughs> <laughs> Go what in there, that? wife. <laughs> Tales of the Crypt or something. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Intro 1987. The OG. <laughs> yeah, We're gonna OG, get Trenchcoat Man. man too. Dude, Trenchcoat Man is the shit. Dude, I was watching an old um YouTube video about like uh -huh. 2000 game shows, like game like video game shows, like G4T, uh -huh. G4 TV days. Yeah. And it was like Burt Kreischer, and I was like, dude, he's like so different like he's like a he's like a host of a gamer show i was like what the fuck Bert Bert is it just meant to emulate old school or no these are um actual 2000 uh game shows hmm. and he was the host yeah that's crazy i mean he was doing tv back then right just looked a little different. Younger. Oh, you got your video? I got it. All right. Unsolved Mysteries. Robert Stack. Join me. Perhaps you may be able to help solve a mystery. <laughs> you did, 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 did. What'd you yeah. do? I don't remember a lot of this. Uh huh. There was one where um, there was a footage of a lady going to the bathroom 
and mm-hmm. then she like lit it, lit in fire. And oh, then... spontaneous combustion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how did it happen? Fuck? Yeah. How did she just? <laughs> oh man. Do you remember that? I don't. It's unsolved. I guess no I one ever solved. It. Nobody knows, man. Maybe they lit her up and we didn't even know. Yeah, we love we love drama, mysteries. TNT, TNT. Yeah, we know drama. <laughs> TBS. Do they know comedy? What else? Uh, what else memes do we have? TV show memes. AMC. No. What, Be- what is it? different was it different be different is that what it was i have no idea dude <laughs> uh, i'm gonna show you that um burke kreischer thing okay burke. all right let's see here i want to show you the whole thing. the machine before he was the machine it was like really like uh pervy. <laughs> pervy. No, this is era. I guess I'll show you. Just what gaming's gaming used to be. There, hold on. So were the were they right? Gamergate, was it real? Vert. <laughs> Oh yeah, Spike TV was like machine. This is a man channel, right? Yeah. Gamers, segments like electrocuting people while answering trivia, racing. Yeah, he looks different. You can unbox and plug in a console first, and of course, free game for a shot in the nuts. Jackass days, right? Bucks. When you have newer titles like Dead or Alive 6, whose total DLC amounts to over a thousand, honestly, just hooked me into the castration station. <laughs> Fresh Baked had more informative segments showing off new technology, such as this gamer chair. It has speakers, built-in controllers, and it vibrates. But anyways, I just wanted to show you little... Young uh, Burt Kreischer. Young, young Burt. Different uh, man. 2006. That was a long game, time ago. Games used to be like... Or, that was when we were in high school. But TV shows used to be like in 2000s, you know? Like, yeah. These are like the um the two people that weren't even famous in Jackass and they're trying to make a show. Uh, <laughs> Do Jackass stuff, but on our show, you know? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> different, different times. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's funny. Like, um, uh, one thing that Eliza said in her act that I was like, dude, that's so true. Spot she on, was, spot, spot on. Because she was like talking about millennials versus Gen Z, and she was like, Gen Gen Z is the one below us, right? Yeah, yeah, the younger okay. generation below us. And she was like saying how like millennials before the pandemic we were young, and then all of a sudden. After the pandemic, we're suddenly old. How did that happen? <laughs> it's, it's true, true though. It's true. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, we became more adulty after 2020. Like, I was like, 
I'm gonna make I'm gonna make sure my fan finances in order and like yeah. you know like all those things like oh I'm interested in adult things like yeah it was like a thing that like it was like a hard transition from young adulthood to like regular adulthood. Do you think that's like we're like I need to get down to business kind of thing like. Yeah, I mean, because you couldn't spend your money, like, time. right? Yeah, yeah. We had time. We had to stay inside. Like, what am I gonna do with my life? Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, everybody kind of just like made moves. Yeah. So it was now, like, like kind of slowing down. Like, yeah. Oh well, yeah, and it was down, like though. making moves, and now it's like making moves towards, you know, being full fledged adults. It's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're not the twenty somethings anymore. <laughs> it's crazy. No, it's just um. My nieces and nephews are getting older, and it's just like, whoa, they're just, they were just at the stage I was, like the college days, and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. just trippy to see. Cause, yeah, that's when I felt like young and alive, like, hey, this is like, you know, um, we got out of high school where we felt like kids were, it's my time. Yeah. Now you're outside, like, it's the real world, and you want to show people what you got. And, mm -hmm. but now it's like a different era where yeah like hey you take the reins i'm i'm, I'm... <laughs> yeah i mean it blows my mind that i've been in the construction industry for like 10 years already I'm like mm -hmm. fucking 10 years where did that time go yeah like my job too just like i've been here for like seven seven years now eight years. right it's like what oh. what the fuck <laughs> yeah. i never imagined i'd still be here like there's times like in the beginning, I was like, I'm going to find something else. And, you know, mm -hmm. I was watching. but then somewhere along the line and then, you know, COVID hit and then things just changed. Like, oh, work from home is a thing. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Opened up like doors for me. Yeah. 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 I mean, easy. similar with me, right? I left this company to try to climb a corporate ladder and I found out what that entailed. And I'm like, mm, nah, I don't good. like this ladder. I'd oh, rather <laughs> I'd rather yeah, I'd rather just a, a good old nine to five clock in, clock out, you know. Mm. Not yeah. like uh work to live, not the other way around. Yeah. It's good, man. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just we just got we got old. But got I'm old, I'm happy. Man. It's kind of cool. I mean, do we want to have the same experiences for 20 more years? Just what want to experience something new. Mm -hmm. I think this is just the gradual uh, life change. Yeah. And yeah. No, it's some true. people it's... kick and kick and scream. Some just age gracefully. Like this is my part. Yeah. In yeah. this earth. Yeah. Right. No, I'm getting yeah. old. <laughs> no, why is this? Oh, eradicate, eradicate. eradicate. Oh my white, my white hairs. Dude, I'm I don't want to accept it. I'm getting a bunch up in here, man. Like, yeah. Ooh. Silver it out. <laughs> yeah. Eradicate. 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 That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Them's the breaks. Yeah. Hey, man. I mean, I think uh, I had a fun ch uh, growing up. And yeah, we yeah. had a good life. <laughs> Got a good life, man. I was just telling Janice, like, oh, yeah, I just, I'm going to miss like bro time because now, like, bro time in the future even mm -hmm. if i get one like it's not gonna just be us growing it out anymore it's like growing with family and mm -hmm. things like that it's like yeah 
can't I can't game with I can't game yeah, with my buddy because then the can I play dead? Okay, he'll, he'll be reminiscing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Whenever that GTA six comes out, you know, I'm jumping on that shit. <laughs> Dad, leave me alone. <laughs> he'll be a baby no. still. <laughs> You're gonna Yeah. But man, it's good times though. Yeah. It's good times. Though. Drifting in your old car and oh, God. <laughs> uh always with the drifting. Pool, pool balls. We got pool, pool balls. balls. <laughs> we had a lot of good times, man. Good Waikiki times, man. fun. Had a lot of fun in Waikiki. Mm -hmm. yeah. Memories. It'll be reminiscing in the future, just like, oh, the good times. <laughs> yeah. Because we were in the uh, caught in the windswept of just our life. And mm -hmm. your path is over here, Miguel. Mine's is here. It's like, Every so often we can cross converge, yeah. But yeah, we have little inter interconnections with these podcasts. We do, dude. Yeah. It's weekly check-ins. Yeah, it's good. Good, good, good. All right, man. You have any uh, any topics? I'm kind of a little dry this week. I got a couple. Um, the fact that you that you brought up the jackass guys. Um, <laughs> It's a loose connection, but um, uh, TMZ was asking Wee Man about something that Disney is doing with their new seven uh, uh, Snow White and the seven non dwarves. What? What is not? That's in the title? No, it's not in the title, but or I think it's just called they're playing. Seven. It's called Snow White, but because of something that Peter Dinklage said on the WTF podcast, Disney decided not to do Seven Dwarves. And now it's like seven they're getting guys. Uh, seven, seven different magical people. Magical? Well, like instead of dwarves, it's I don't know. I'll pull up the picture. You mean they don't want to use that word? No, they're not dwarves. Is it because of Peter Dinklage didn't like the word dwarf? Or well, I'll, was, all right. Yeah, I'll, I, I guess we can. Context. I'll find the Peter Dinklage clip, and then I can show you what they're yeah. doing. Oh, Peter Dinklage said this. Oh. Yeah, mm. and then the dwarf community is all mad. <laughs> I, right, rightfully so, because then we'll get into it. Yeah. My goodness. Fucking they need their Disney, Disney I mean, can't, I mean, can't come on, like. The magic the 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 little people community did for us, they gave us some awesome Wizard of Oz scenes, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you gotta take that away from them. Is this about they're gonna discuss about Peter Dinklage? Yeah, I or do you want me to find a clip where like no, no, we no. have reaction for from no, I just, other dwarves? Peter Dinklage is no, no I just want to see are they gonna put the actual clip it's of what he said? And the seven dwarves accusing the studio of double standards and calling on Disney to uh -oh. reassess the entire project. Now, while the cast is racially diverse uh, with Latina actress Rachel Ziegler playing Snow White, Peter called out the other damaging stereotypes seen elsewhere in the story as he spoke <sighs> on Mark Maron's WTF podcast. My goodness. There's a lot of hypocrisy going on, I gotta say, being a somebody who's a little bit unique, front row seat to some 
Really? Like what? Like what do you see? Well, you know, it's really progressive to um, cast a, a literally no offense to anything, but I was a little taken back by the, the very, very, they're very proud to cast a, a Latino actress as Snow White. Yeah. But you're still telling the story of Snow still White. Snow White, yeah. Seven Dwarfs. Sure. So look, take, take a step back and look at Because he said that, yeah. they're like, we're not going to hire dwarf people? But, oh, so yeah. what, you what, be, you're progressive in one way, the, and then, but you're still making that backward oh, story of about... seven dwarves living in a cave. To get, what the are you doing, man? Gang banging the Snow White have lady I, Have I here? done nothing to advance the cause <laughs> from my soapbox? <laughs> I guess I'm not loud enough. Uh, go, I don't know what I don't so, know what studio that is, but they, but it was they were so proud of that, and all love and respect to the to the actress and to the people who thought they were doing the right thing. But I'm just like, Dude, you, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. What do you guys think? Because yeah, right. You know, it takes a Peter Dinklage. They don't want to get canceled. Out, everybody was like, yeah, my God, it's amazing. And then you hear his perspective, but that's like with everything else. It's you know it only takes one person to sort of point something out and then you're like, Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm with Peter on this one. Yeah. The, my thing is like, I realize that there is a love for certain classic movies and cartoons. There are a lot of things that just don't translate anymore. It just don't work anymore. in in 2022 with the things that we know and the way that we want to move forward. Um, and I don't know, from my point of view, I kind of like, do, I don't need another Snow White. And again, like, mm. like he's saying, no offense to the to the people Toying. putting it together, but I don't need another Snow White story. Well, Is there, aren't there other cultures that we can pull? It's like, you know, Disney just doing all these remakes. Yeah, but also like, isn't it funny that to speak truth, you have to go to a podcast and then they react on it on the show. But could he say that on a show? Probably not, because they wouldn't want him to say certain things. I don't you know. know? Do you think well, that, I think, or I think he has enough pool where he could say say it on any platform. Hmm. I mean, he's the only dwarf to be on the podcast. He's the only little person that you know by name. I would think, Besides, except uh, Wee Man, Wee Man, but and um, wait, Wee Man's just um, that's Jackass. someone from Jackass. But yeah, yeah, yeah. what's the other one from Awesome Powers? Rest in peace, right? Mm. That yeah, was yeah, yeah. Vern Troyer. Yeah, 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 yeah. he had some. He had. You know, he had a clout in the 2000 days. He did, he did have the clout. Yeah. So, so because he, he has... no, uh, he says more. Uh, no, no, no. I was gonna say uh, the little people's reaction to it. Oh yeah, well, I guess what uh, someone uh, you want me to see, right? Yeah. Uh, maybe we man, right? That since that yeah. was the one, <laughs> the first this thing. This is it. why I can never go back to these toys. His but perspective because... on it. But because he said that, they don't want to hire dwarves. Yeah, they and I'll show you the picture of the seven people okay. after. Did they shorten them at least Photos to make it look? Showing that the Snow White movie replaced the seven dwarves with seven average people instead. Do you think Disney made the right choice doing this? Oh wow! I didn't think this was going to be the question today. <laughs> um. It's funny you should ask this because a buddy of mine, we're talking about this the other day. 
and it's see and it's perfect timing for this because of all the AI mm -hmm. and all that that like SAG and the Writers Guild are going through. Um, it's a bad thing. I don't, okay. I'm not agreeing with it. Man. One Hollywood dude. What they what they're doing the is Campbell's. pretty much you're 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 replacing jobs that people could have as little people. Okay. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. It's for dwarfs, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, what we were discussing too uh, the other day was the Wonka movie, uh -huh. and Hugh Grant is now playing an Oompa Loompa. Mm -hmm. So I guess Hugh Grant. You're now uh, identifying as a little person. <laughs> oh, <okay>. Interesting. <laughs> you could. I mean, wow. Right? Okay, well, I know Peter Dinklage, you know, criticized the film for having little people play dwarves because he said it typecasts them. It know, totally little, does. It does? Okay. Yeah. But then on the other side, I mean, people are saying it. I mean, it, like what you said, it's taking jobs away. So, I mean, how, I mean, how are you feeling about that? I personally, I mean, it's not affecting me personally. That's why I didn't speak out about it i'm surprised tmz is coming to me with this it's awesome though i love tmz uh but i do think that it is this is snow white and the seven dwarves why are you hiring snow white and the seven average people mm -hmm. you know so it's if that's what they want to do then i guess they're you know they're gonna have a lot of people angry at them okay yeah i get you i mean do you think there's anything disney can do to make this right like what what do they have to do you know uh, well, if they want to make it right, they redo the movie and they oh, recast okay. and they get Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Okay. Yeah. All don't right. you think? Sometimes you got to, they, they have to lose. They lost. I don't think they're going to recast. Now they got to no, come back not. better. Make so. it better, Disney. They're going to do something but, with this backlash. But yeah, like all, all the other dwarves that I watched videos on, they had like the same perspective as we, man. Like you're taking jobs away. From little people mm. that makes sense let's see oh there you go but no one really correlated that and i bet disney didn't even think they're doing that until oh shit we're getting called out yeah so this they is do the... not look like are you just photoshopping them to make them look smaller i don't know if they're doing that right they're like how can we make it as cheap as possible you know Oh. So oh Disney. It's crazy. Disney, Disney. Oh, no, just Hollywood in general. It. Just can't seem to get it right. <laughs> right? Just we got a strike going on. They got one little guy, one little person. We got, we got a lot of heat on Disney, which is you know, I don't remember the, there was no heat like this growing up with Disney that I can be aware of. They were always like on the good side of everyone. Mm -hmm. Oh shit! Only, um, Actually, I thought I was sharing my screen of a better oh, view of the the seven people. No, you exited. Oops. It's all good. It's funny. Um. Oh. Okay. This is so the times, right? It's the times. <laughs> oh my god. So yeah, Disney, you can't seem to get it right. But you're saying just Hollywood in general? I guess. Right? Yeah, I mean, all these 
missteps, but I feel like Disney in particular that is be, like that should be my my podcast type. That's a good image right there. That one. I that's what I was thinking too. Like that's the perfect the perfect with the panada at the back of it. Just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking maybe, the same. Yeah, thing. maybe. It depends on what else we talk about. <laughs> we talk about yeah. But that one looks pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I guess you're right, Hollywood in general. But it's, it feels like Disney in particular just can't get it it's right. Like, yeah, like they've gone once, so far downhill. I feel like once they had like one little backlash, though, like it feels like they just doubled down or something. Yeah, exactly. They did double down because. I think the first ones that I was hearing about where the fans were not happy was Star Wars, like this, you know, what they did with the new prequel, the the new uh, trilogy and stuff. Yeah, and well, there was reputation is a thing because once you start expecting a flop, then it's like, ooh, you just lost your audience because now they don't want to go see you because they think you're gonna produce shit. You know? mm -hmm. I'm. I mean, to be honest, I am actually going to the movie theater today with my family, and you they, went, they wanted to watch a Disney movie. No. Which one? Haunted Mansion. <laughs> oh my god! They well, want to have see fun, it. my friend. Have fun, my I friend. I don't have. I don't have anything against it. I'm just. I don't not, have anything against it. Either. I'm not it just going. Doesn't there. look like something that I'd want to watch. <laughs> I'm not going there for to watch. I'm having a good time with my family. Having Your family, popcorn, you know. Yeah. Just, I, Everyone's I having that. a good time. Yeah. I don't need to tell them about how I feel about yeah. any of this. It's just like yeah. I keep that to myself. Just smile. But yeah, yeah, yeah. while I'm watching, like what the fuck? You know? Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, same for me. Um later today we're going over to Steph's sister's house and they talk about wanting to watch The Little Mermaid. So oh. yeah. yeah, I can't oh <laughs> cringes me. I don't know. Just like oh. Like uh, I, I was, I, my my input is like, if you wait in about a month, it will be on Disney Plus, and you won't have to pay twenty bucks. So mm -hmm. that's what I'm gonna throw out there. Depends how bad you want to see it. Yeah, yeah. You mean Little Mermaid? Yeah, Little Mermaid. Because mm. right now I think it's it's twenty bucks to buy it, maybe. Mm. But it'll be on it'll be on Disney Plus in like a month. Yeah, that's usually how they do it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't want to spread that like uh, Disney vibe while everyone's excited for Disney. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just there to just have a good time with fam and yeah, um, it's about more. I, more I already than saw that. the trailer, so I'm like, I already know what I'm getting myself into. Mm -hmm. So it's but, a, you're not going to be surprised. No, I mean it looks okay, but it it doesn't look like anything special. I feel like yeah, nothing special. You are just using all the intellectual IP that you can find like mm -hmm. little mermaids and haunted mansions. Mm. You're scared of trying new things. It's mm -hmm. obvious right now. Yep. You're worried about what the backlash try will be. Trying new things for the wrong reason. Yes. <laughs> and you already lost the confidence because they're cutting the budget by how yep. many millions. Mm -hmm. So now it's like, oof. I'm going to triple down on remakes because that's the safer bet. Yeah, right. Down, man, it feels like a downward spiral. But Bob Iger, I know he came in back into it knowing that this is a shit show and he's yeah. cleaning house. So this could be a good thing. I mean, he initially yeah. did bring like, you know, the Star Wars and 
the the Marvel together. And mm. it was epic when he was around, right? He had standards. Yeah, I guess so. I guess because when did when did he step down previously, and when did that Bob Chipakudit or whatever step in? Good question. I don't know the exact dates, let's, let's but see. let's correlate what movies a year or two after came out after he left, right? I oh, look at that! Google was listening to me because they knew who I was looking for. Bob Chepik, <laughs> Bob Sacramento <laughs> over here. They knew those fucks. The Walt Disney Company from 2020 to 2022. 2022. When was Endgame? Let's go. Uh, 2019, I think. Uh -huh. Okay. Um, 2022. So during COVID, he, he knew he knew all that shit was happening during COVID. I mean, he knew I, that they were gonna make uh, TV shows. Maybe he just yeah. didn't know it was gonna saturate the intellect. I mean, they really did saturate it. Disney Plus, it was trying to feed the Disney Plus machine to try to keep subscribers, and it didn't work. I think so for right... short gains, for um, COVID gains, right? Because mm -hmm. people need entertainment, and they're stuck at home. Yeah. And yeah, but we have this now, now that's not the case anymore. Yeah. Uh. We'll see. I mean... They did get him, bring him back because they had an emergency. Like, hey, we need help. We need you. We need you. You're we'll pay you triple. <laughs> Twenty-seven million. Yeah. So did you hear about that? Where um, what? what's his name was calling him out? Twenty-seven million. Who? Um, you know, because of this whole writers' strike and screen actors' strike. Who called? Him I out? guess. I guess Bob Iger said something about um just waiting out the people striking until they lose their homes. And oh, that and, is, that's, that's brutal. And Ron Perlman put up a video saying like, Oh shit. Ron <laughs> Let's let me pull up the Ron Perlman one. I don't want to imitate him. You I want to like, yeah. Get my biker uh, gang out after you. Yeah, did you ever watch like, that? The, no, the biker one. It was good, dude. <laughs> it was like um, fucking Lion King. Uh, you know, with the whole uncle who's like, is it the Hamlet story? The uncle who's like, uh, I'm, I'm really, I'm trying to help you out, but I'm really like stabbing in the back, uncle type of shit. I could see long live the king. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's that kind of guy. He's, he's that guy in the biker thing. Like he's really screwing Simba. Oh, I can see that. The biker gang Simba. Oh my god, he kind of aged a little, huh? Wait, wait. Let me let me restart it. Okay. The mother who said we're gonna keep this thing going until people start losing their houses and their apartments. Listen to me, mother. You have a way to lose your house. Some of it is financial, some of it is karma, and some of it is just figuring out who the f said that, and we know who said that, and where he f lives. I'm coming for you, bitch. A lot of ways to lose your house. You <laughs> oh. wish that on people. You is wish that families starve oh, while fuck. you're making twenty-seven million dollars a year for creating nothing. 
Be careful, mother. Be really careful. There's a lot of ways to lose a house. Kind of <laughs> stir he sounds like he's gonna burn his house. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was Bob Biker who said that. And so Ron Provence like motherfucker. There's a lot of ways to lose. Not always. Guy. Pretty. But like he's really emulating his characters. <laughs> where it's not like a actual threat. But, a lot of ways to lose your house, motherfucker. <laughs> man, someone might find yourself uh, with the burnt house when you come back home. You know? yeah. <laughs> Make sure you check your pool now. <laughs> Some <laughs> shit like that. Yeah. Uh, well, that's, that was fun. Hollywood, man. Hollywood's Hollywood. a... Yeah. No, uh, not loving the short people. Mm-mm. And you know who else doesn't love short people? Who? Randy Newman. <laughs> to uh, change the course of Western music. <laughs> I don't like the way it's been going, so I gotta make another record. Can I give all these people the finger? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you know this song? No, I don't think so. Oh man. Okay, I'm real sorry. She... You'll you'll love the lyrics. It's actually kind of poetic how it's related to this. Just imagine Toy Stories, but talking about short people. Oh my god, I thought this was the actual video. What's going on? Yeah, right? It's the official video. Is this the music video? It's, it says official video and it's Randy Newman's page. He wants you to see the, the tapes. This <clears throat> it's for you, wee man. <laughs> wee man. Short people got no reason. Short people got no reason. No reason? Short people got no reason to live. Jesus. <laughs> Listen to this fuck. <laughs> what the fuck? Somebody's going to cancel him for this one. <laughs> this is Disney's song. <laughs> This is Disney's song? No, because they don't want short people around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they don't want short people around here, dude. Oh, my God. I can't believe this is a song. This is a song, man. It's short people. <clears throat> short people are just the same as you and I. They're just the same. But you're just talking shit about me. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> they got each other. They don't have anyone to love. <laughs> they got the baby lake. 
I think Randy Newman make a career of doing like the same type of song over and over. He said he has little voices that go peep peep peep. <laughs> this has more layers now ever since what you told me about Disney not wanting to yeah. I don't want him. Keep him in the background. We don't want to see him. Gosh. What does the comment section say? Does anybody say anything about Disney? I feel like they would. This is Disney recent. Little cars that go beep beep beep. (laughs) Newest. No, nobody's on the Disney train. I would have thought. This is Disney's song. (laughs) Like you said. No, I guess not. Same guy who sang Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to hear that part. Son of a bitch. <laughs> you heard him. You heard it, folks. Short people. <laughs> he don't want no short people. His voice, the voices go peep, peep, peep. That's like Bob Iger walking through the office. <laughs> sure, he's he's wee man. <laughs> God damn! He got tiny little legs. <laughs> so mean. On their little gross feet. <laughs> he said gross. What the fuck? Different time, huh? You could like talk Randy about Newman. that. Fucking asshole. <laughs> but if there was like, you know, they talked about like retarded people, like oh retarded people, and like, dang, what the fuck, dude? But. Short people? That's okay. Short people. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> little and hands it... and disgusting little feet. <laughs> and it sounds like you could put this song in front of Toy Story and it would match. Yeah. Like with the clouds and... Do, 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 do. Yeah, it sounds Those just people. like... Right? It sounds it like sounds any like... other Randy Newman song. So John Lasser is like, I want this guy. This, oh this guy with this short people song. You know how I found this? How'd you find it? I think um I think it was the episode um uh, what was that one? Michael Scott was asking uh, what's his name that plays the piano? Uh Daryl, can mm-hmm. you play uh Super Trap or something? It's like I know that and my other favorite song is Short People from Randy Newman. I was like, Oh, short people. And I looked it up and then that's how I discovered it because of the Wait, office. who said Daryl's favorite song? Daryl. Daryl said in the office. and <laughs> I love that song. I decided to Google it up. <clears throat> and thank, Darryl, thank you, Daryl. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Short people. Like Randy. Yeah. <laughs> I just love how it's so relevant and just came naturally from conversation. Definitely. Like, Jesus. Oh, shit. Short people. <laughs> short we're talking. people. Yeah, no, definitely. Well, I'm glad you didn't know what that song was. No, I've never your, heard it. Seeing in your my reaction, life. <laughs> it made it more funnier. Like this is real. Like, <laughs> he's never heard it, and all the things he's saying sound like really mean right now because of yeah. the context of what we just heard yeah. about Disney. It does. <laughs> Tiny little feet on their disgusting. Wait, what? 
tiny little shoes on your disgusting little feet. It's like, whoa, what the fuck, man? <laughs> Dang, man. What the hell? It's a sick world we're living in. Person take your lady? What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> that's um that's uh yeah, me, myself, and Irene. Short person took his oh, lady. Oh yeah. <laughs> the, um little black guy, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't yeah. know his name. <laughs> yeah, sorry, dude. Little person. Another little person I like is uh from uh Jingles All Away. It's the Grinch scatter. He's the, he played the little elf. Oh yeah 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 yeah. He's like yeah. the badass little man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is that that scene where he's like smiling? Yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> Fifty bucks, you want it? Yeah. How do I know this no scam? <laughs> oh, he's not the one that got punched. But... Is he not? <laughs> <laughs> There's another small that guy. Little buddy. <laughs> little buddy. <laughs> Was that Hulk Hogan? I'm gonna no, that was um, fuck, that was uh, another WWE guy. Oh, the giant, yeah, giant, right? What was his name? I can't remember his name. He's not called the giant. Um, what's his name's brother, Undertaker's brother, right? Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, you knew a little wrestling, this guy. Yeah, I mean, you couldn't get away from it, all the kids loved it. Yeah. By default, I knew who the characters were, but I never watched it myself. I think I had a, a classmate who um, showed a picture, and he took a picture with The Rock, and he showed mm. like his thing, and he's like, "Oh, like, oh, uh, he's my uncle or something." But I think yeah. like I think that was bullshit. Uncle. I think yeah. that was bullshit. Like he was just yeah. trying to be cooler. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. can you get can you get Dwayne to like hang out with us at the breakfast? Uh-huh. Yeah, we'll yeah, see yeah. what I can do. <laughs> you gonna invite me though? Yeah, it's yeah, like... I'll invite you. It's like bring Spider Man, Spider Man yeah. uh, Homecoming. Bring bring Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's what that guy was doing. Yeah. Sneak, sneaky. Fuck. Yeah, I mean, there was this one kid that said Jack Johnson was his uncle. <laughs> Jack Johnson, huh? Yeah. And I'm was sure there, um... a lot of lot of kids these days say Jason Momoa is their uncle. <laughs> I do remember. Um... What was it called? Someone saying, "Oh, like oh." Someone's sister hanged out with him. I wouldn't say Christina Aguilera's sister. Britney, no. It's someone's sister. Britney Spears. Britney Spears' sister. Mm-hmm. Hanged out with someone at like in our school or something. Like hmm. with her. I was like, oh, cool. Like I was thinking, oh, can I get to that party? You know, that kind yeah. of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you want to be where the cool people are, you know? I want to be where the people the cool, are. Cool people are. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, you yeah. even know the song. That's how <laughs> it's ingrained. But now well, yeah, I mean, watch a live action, motherfucker. I mean, all these Disney movies were classics and they're just. They're tainting they're like, it. They're, they're tainting, tainting it. The water. Like all of them. Like Does all it make of them. Lion watch King, the old one? Aladdin. It kind of deters me of like anything Disney, kinda does. to be honest. It kind of does. It kind of yeah. does. It's sad. Yeah. Yeah, where I'm like, I don't look at you the same, Diz. You know, sorry, Diz. Ruined yourself, Diz. <laughs> you used right. to stand for something. <laughs> yeah, before or at least just well, it's just Disney about the kids. All his... <laughs> it's just about the kids' dream, you know, like wishing yeah. upon a star. Like now, it's like a... we're gonna tell we're gonna tell the kids what their dream is. 
Yeah, and who there should be dreaming with and shit yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anywho, you got any other dreams for me? Um, since we were talking about uncles, uh, Jason Momoa was here in Hawaii. And oh yeah. Figured, yeah. Did you I see him? No, I didn't see him. Oh. But um, oh, I guess uh, Den uh, Dennis saw um Joe Coy. Oh, right okay. But that's cool. But, yeah, just a random. You still work with him? No, he he went back to his old company. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. Let's see if I can find that news report. Was everyone like, "Oh, I gotta find him"? Like, where is he? Well, no, he he. I guess he was releasing a new vodka. Vodka. Okay. At um Costco, so he was like signing bottles. Which one? Which is Costco? The the most busy Costco in the U.S. Oh shit! The decide, the Evole one. No, I didn't even know. I I just. Saw but if you did, video. would you? Or you're like, I don't need to see him. No, oh, fuck that shit. <laughs> I don't want to shake oh. his hand. Was busy. Let the lady shake his hand or shake some. His own Jason Momoa was there signing autographs. Did you have to say it that way. Vodka. Momoa. Fifteen hundred people waited in line for hours to meet him. Whoa. Our Nikki Shenfeld spoke with the actor. The I thought you were retiring, bro. The, the fuck? Nah, man. Of course, one of the busiest Costco's in the country. Now, not everyone who waited in line was able to go inside and meet Jason and get a signed bottle, but oh. he did make it a point to come outside and meet them. Hundreds of people waited in line as early as 5 a.m. for their chance to meet Jason Momoa. I don't know. I might faint. <laughs> Jeez. Some tell me they tried to camp overnight, but weren't allowed. Most Can you take a picture? Because everyone wants a picture, right? That's My mom just told me gold. this morning, and I'm like, no, no. <laughs> it was unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to grow a no. beard just like <laughs> him. I'm like, are you sure he's going to be there? She's like, that's what it looks like. So I was like, okay, let's go. I'm off. Jason and his business partner, Blaine Henderson, arrived around 10.30. One person flying in from Alaska to meet him. Food from Alaska. I mean, he came in super happy. and um. She must have been here, right? He let us hug Yeah. How do you find that? He just was talking stories with us, but we got it signed. He's representing the people. I mean, what we're all about, Aloha. You know, um, he shared you're from Alaska. everybody um, around the world that who can't make it to um, Hawaii. No, nah, she's probably, so, uh, um, yeah, we're probably probably out of paradise Jason person. Jason walked down the aisle and took photos with fans. And that white guy were like you know him. To keep the line moving. Oh, up, Jason? I haven't signed that many things that fast in my life. It was a wonderful turnout. Awkward. I did not think it was going to be like this. It was, it was pretty intense. Jason is home briefly after months of filming his Chief of War series, which is slightly Get delayed to writer strike. Oh shit! You see, was amazing. Storage full. We came Too home. bad. We <laughs> I'm out of here. And we from Kauai, and so that was that was wonderful. <laughs> Jason took selfies with the <laughs> so people who weren't able to get inside. He says, like "What fucking is animal. Glad, glad I didn't. Yeah, right. I'm glad I didn't go to Costco that day." Oh, look, the majestic Momoa. Ooh, the Momoa. Exciting. Out in the wild. He brings the numbers. <laughs> he brings the people. Hey, yeah. He could, He's the guy. He could cause a traffic jam, like, hey, everyone, I'm going to be here at Waikiki, blah, blah, blah. 
and everyone shows up. He's not even there. He's like trolling. <laughs> he lied. We're, we're he really lied over here. We're just that bitch. But I still love you. I'm gonna go to your other spot that you're <laughs> and clear out. Go to where everybody's not. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Momoa. How's he momoing? How's he doing? I think he's doing all right. What's what was the know. last movie he did? I don't know. Was it That's a, a question? Aqua or anything like that? I mean, he must have did something since Aquaman. Mm. But he's known for Aquaman, right? It's like his biggest role. Yeah. <clears throat> but that was like five years ago. <clears throat> yeah. Do you think they'll still call him that when he's older? Like yeah, just like, just Robert. like um, um, Entourage. <laughs> What's about Entourage? That he played Aquaman and he was just known for Aquaman. That was in that the show. Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Sorry, I never watched it. Mm. Oh, Fast Ten. That was the last thing he was in. Oh he yeah, was he's he's a bad guy in Fast uh, Ten. Uh, apparently, he was like a. Apparently, he was a gay guy. He's playing a gay guy. Yeah, that's been fun for the gay community. Yeah. Oh yes, doing gay you're, stuff. You're filling my my fantasy. You know, like I only had <laughs> romance. I only had romance novels about you know fan fiction yeah. novels about him being gay, but now I get to see it happening. Yeah, yeah. Oh doing my! <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah that's cool. the last thing he was in. Boom. <laughs> yeah. Fast 10. <laughs> New record. That's remember in fast five, we're just like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, now they're at 10. <laughs> How far are you gonna I, go? That's that's all I literally man. I literally stopped on Tokyo Drift and I've never maybe I saw the one with the, the vault um being mm -hmm. dragged in Rio. I think that was the last one. Was that fast five? Or was Could that, or was that yeah. Fast and Furious? I think I might have stopped. Fuck, I don't know, man. I can't. I think I saw in my friend wanted to see the last one with um, with what's his name, with Paul Walker. Which one was that one? It might have been seven. Oh, but I might not have seen six. But mm. I was like, ah. I think it was seven. He would he would be in Fast uh, in the Furious franchise. They bring Who? all uh, Jason Momoa. Oh, Jason Momoa! They got all the people in there. It's like Expendables. Jason, Jason Statham, <laughs> The Rock, Expendables, bro. It Just is. in a different skin. Uh, John John Cena, right? <laughs> uh, the humble days when they brought Ludacris in Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah, and what's his name? And With his uh, Afro. Yeah, <laughs> man. Um, yeah, and didn't like in that vault one, uh, they had separate scenes for The Rock and Vin Diesel, mm, they, like they, they didn't like each it. other or some shit. Yeah, oh my god, but weren't they didn't they have a scene together eventually? Alphas, I think they, they did it separate <laughs> as really? if like there's a stand in and they're talking to oh some my god because they don't the like fuck. Can you imagine Why? the drama? Um, and you can't talk about like oh he's here i'll be back yeah like black you'll be blacklisted if you hey this is just oh my god don't bring it up about their drama that's, that's ridiculous 
So was that the only one that The Rock was in? And then he did the Hobbs and Shaw spinoff? Didn't they go to like... Yeah, I think so, right? But didn't he go to like Samoa or something in that one? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. There's some wine people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And hitting people with sticks and shit, right? (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) sticks. It sounds so bad. And then um, those uh, paddles that have like the shark teeth, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. dude, I love those paddles though. Yeah, I mean, he has the pool to like, you know, make make uh, his roles more Polynesian. So that I mean, I'm down with that. This is a Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> How yeah. far this movie has come from the simple street races? I know. It'd be cool if they go back, like pay homage to that, to the original. Yeah, maybe like, um, what's his name? Dom. Does he have mm-hmm. a kid? Probably. It's all about family. Yeah, because he's a family. <laughs> I'm just thinking like. I'm a family man. They'll do the fucking Creed like remake thing. Oh, guarantee. Like guarantee. Kid is like 16. It could be a girl because you don't want a boy. Mm-hmm. Like that's not just like different. Creed. Just so like Creed. You got the girl. It's like, what are you doing, girl? Oh, I'm trying to fix this. This the carburetor's not working. Like, let me show you. And then next <laughs> yeah. thing you know, like she's sneaking out of the, the room. Like, where the fuck yeah. is she going? She yeah, brings yeah, like yeah. her. Her leather jacket, and then <laughs> yeah. he follows her with the bike. You can already see it, right? And it's yeah. okay. Yeah. And then there's a street racing, and then it's like it's not how you stand by a car, it's how you reach, <laughs> you know, like all that shit again. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna I would love to see that. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, like a yeah, like you said, like Creed. Yeah, bring where it back he before. steps into the, the coach role. <laughs> yeah. Dad, didn't you have like crazy like <laughs> action hero stories no, i never did any of that <laughs> like he's jumping off planes and shit right yeah like yeah. he's triple x basically right yeah he is triple x but he was the first x then ice cube took over right yeah he was the original triple x yeah he did one triple yeah. x but then he wanted too much money so they recast him i think oh <laughs> and i think that's what happened with fast and furious right same thing that's why he wasn't in the second one of fast mm. and furious he was too big <laughs> He was too big for his britches, man. He thought he could like get the money. And they're like, yeah, we worth. you don't know my worth. And they brought I it back. Root. <laughs> I get yeah. paid millions to say one thing. <laughs> Disney <It's> money. You... <laughs> you gonna say do it? What? what You're gonna do use the word. It's not, I'm I am Groot. You, I thought you got no, it. yeah. It's the way he um it's how he says I am Groot. Is that's what he was saying? It's like there's different ways to say I am Groot, where he's saying different things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you uh, work hard. Yes, you work hard. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. Maybe he just has that Hollywood attitude, like Mr. Echo. I am worth more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get recasted. You know? Yeah. And now it's now. Listen to me, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess Vin has the the status, but Mr. Echo just couldn't get it. Sorry, Mr. Echo. Mm-mm. Wasn't he in some movie? I saw him in some movie as like a small bit role. I think mm. maybe the the G.I. Joe movie. I think he was in the G.I. Joe mm. movie with Channing Tatum. Yeah, mm. it didn't work out for him. Sorry, dude. 
You, I think he probably just doesn't play well with others. And like, yeah, you just don't want to. Oh, I don't want to work with that guy again. Mm-hmm. First of all, he's asking for more money, and also he thinks he's the star and demands more time on on the screen or something. But I got news for you, Walter Conkright. You're not. You <laughs> You're not, or is it you aren't? I thought I it was. Know. This is Wall. like I am your father. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man yeah um i don't have much more uh i have something a video i'd like to share okay right. i got i got one more yeah thing. if you got topics go for it man uh do you hear all this drama about this jason aldean song jason aldean um what was it that uh, name try that not... try that in a small town there's no. like all this drama about this song. Why is there drama? What's going on here? Um, maybe I should show you the, the music video. Of, the view oh. talking about it before I show you the, the music view? video. Well, I don't know. Or should I just show you the no, music no. video? Do you just, think? I feel whatever like way you want me example. to get, whatever way you want me uh -huh. to get the context of what's going on. You, you... well, I want to show you like the backlash against it, and then show you because I. Cause I heard about it based on the backlash. Cause you know, I don't listen to country music. So try doing that on the small town. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm assuming that's how the song's going to go. Uh, small town. Well, even Rogan talked about it. I didn't even see that, but Gosh. I don't want Rogan to talk about like, I don't know, sexually assaulting a girl or something? What's going on here? Well, let's let me just. Boob. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Let's see if we can find the mystery, man. Eldon, John Eldon. Yeah, because because I heard about it based on that. I'm like, all right. I want to see like what, what they're talking, talking about. Yeah, I want to see if they've got a point or if they're just, you know, blowing shit out of proportion. Blowing shit up. Someone's, oh my God. Whoopi's still here. I Your she favorite, was Whoopi. <laughs> Dude, Sister Act, let's go. <laughs> All right. Too far. The view. Oh, she got canceled. In on Jason Aldean's controversial new song, Try That in a Small Town. On Thursday, Whoopi Goldberg, oh, Sarah wanna, Haynes, Joy man, Behar. I don't want to. I want to hear them talk about it. I don't yeah. want to hear you talk about it. This is what they said, and then someone makes a video. Did you hear what she said? She was talking mm. about this video. I don't know if we're going to be able to find their clip. I guess we'll have to just hear her talking about it. Or would Joe Rogan talk about it? Good. The View hosts are weighing. I didn't watch that episode, and I don't want to taint your perception on it. Try that in a small town. On Thursday, Whoopi Goldberg, Sarah Haynes, Joy Behar, Sonny Hostin, and Alyssa Farah Griffin discussed the backlash surrounding the polarizing track and its music video. There's a lot wrong okay. here with this. This is a man who saw what happens when someone is out of control right. with their guns. Yeah. He's he someone who was, was out yeah. in Vegas and he was, he saw people get, so I don't understand how he could be that disconnected, how people around him 
didn't say to him, hey, listen, you know what? Maybe there's a better way to do this. While Sarah and Joy focused on these lyrics related to small towns and big cities, Alyssa said she was going to give the country star the benefit of the doubt. This was to me something where about half the people in my life see it one way and half the people in my life see it a different way. So I'm trying to like kind of see what are we disconnecting on. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that his intent wasn't to, you know, stoke division, glorify violence or racism. I'm going to give him that benefit of the doubt. I don't know. But I'll say this. There was a line. So for the many folks who are offended by this, there's a line in it that says, try that in a small town. See how far you make it down the road. Around here, we take care of our own. So for a lot of my friends and family who are legal gun owners in small communities, they're like, yeah, that's what we do if someone breaks into a story. He's talking about the right to defend yourself. What I thought of when I read that read that was Ahmaud Arbery. I think of a black man in a small town in the South who literally just got shot for doing nothing wrong. So I think what becomes problematic is that there's a, rec there's a lack of recognition of what this means to about 50% of the country whose experience isn't Jason Aldean's. But Sonny didn't agree. I'm actually not going to give him the benefit of the doubt. And I'm pleased that you are and well, I'm you, pleased you, that you, you are. Well, you do agree that he should be allowed to say I, whatever he because wants. Because as a lawyer, when I put my legal hat on, yeah, okay. I don't believe in censorship. Right. However, this man is from Macon, Georgia. My father's from Augusta, Georgia and Macon, Georgia. I both? spent many summers there. Yeah, both. I spent many summers mm -hmm. there. It is one of the most racist places in this country. Mm -hmm. So don't tell me that he knew nothing I'm about not, what that imagery meant he and know. what he... Uh, so I don't give him the benefit. But I'm saying, I don't along with him, more doubt. people should... Some square the shoulders. Shoulder <laughs> pads. Small towns lyrics include, quote, got a gun that my granddad gave me. They say one day they're going to round up. Well, that might fly in the city. Good luck. Try that in a small town. See how far you make it down the road. You cross that line, it won't take long for you to find out. I recommend you don't. Try that in a small town. The music video features... So it's about trying to take your guns. Well, let's watch the video. Let's watch yeah. the video. To me, it's... Not, oh, that lyric. But... Okay. So it's basically about gun... Gun violence? Uh, I didn't gun? get it that way. Watch the video and let me... Okay. Or are they is someone just trying to cancel this poor boy? What is this Tiger King? <laughs> this reminds me of Tiger King for some his music videos he did. Yeah, right. Somebody on the sidewalk, carjacking old lady at a red light. Pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store. You think it's cool, act a fool if you like. Cuss out a cop, spit in his face. Scope on the flag and light it up. Yeah, you think it's tough. We'll try Stop doing that in a small. There's nothing wrong with these words. <laughs> He's like, you think it'd be violent try Why doing do that in a small town where everyone has guns? Yeah, I mean that's all he was saying. That's all. That's how I took it. <laughs> Nothing about this. They just don't like when they're spending something other than the the message, right? I think because there's flags burning and they are misinterpreting. Yeah, I don't know. Well, okay. Originally, they the you see all that like news footage that's included in there of like uh, crime and rioting and shit. I guess originally it included like footage from the BLM riots. So then 
the media was like well interpreted it that he was like aiming it towards black people but i i don't know i Uh, the way i'm seeing it is just like crime in general like crime of the cities right yeah but it's because he's a white guy that they are up in arms because if it was a black guy singing about it doing a hip-hop song i don't think Mm -hmm. anyone would care yeah well yeah it was funny because then i watched the reaction video because i was like and it was like a group of like um i guess black guys from the south and they were watching it and they were they were all about it they were like liking the song and they were saying like about they don't um there's no outrage on like these hip-hop songs that talk about you know glorifying gang life and and violence and stuff like that yeah definitely so yeah, it's on the, the lines of what I just said, right? Just like the hip-hop guy can, mm-hmm. can talk about stuff like this, but no one bats an eye. But but is it because of the visual image? That's what sparked it. That's why they took it out of this one? Yeah, that? I guess he he kind of caved to that backlash. And they yeah, took out the... There was like a, it was like a quick image, too. It was just like showing footage from, I think... Uh, I don't think that was an intention, you know, to be honest. What would that image It doesn't seem like do? it, right? What would that image even do? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, this is pretty, yeah, right? Just good luck. Try that in a small town. I mean, I'm experiencing this now, right? Like living in Texas. Like, I wouldn't want to mess with anything just because there's guns everywhere. Like, everybody's got guns. (laughs) I just think everyone's. Is really respectful because they know if I piss off this guy, like I've seen like videos about people shooting at each other because of road rage, that kind of shit. Like, mm. so mm. just don't want to piss off people. Don't it's just don't better, told, behavior. Yeah. better behavior, better behavior. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Stop that crime. Not to watch it. Country very divided because the cities don't look like these people, you know. I see these people in my area, but they're nice people. I have nothing yeah, against, yeah. you know. But it's because I see it. But. Right. I, I, I'm like, this is just a classic case of the media like painting something a certain way. And I think it's a distraction. Like when I watch you know? it, I'm like, yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing really that bad about it. Yeah. Right, I think it's a distraction. It. That's all. Now I kind of want to see it. An orchestrated said. distraction. <laughs> well, yeah, like, so. I um I watched um 
I've been listening to PED's podcast. Um, Patrick Bet David. Yeah. You're hooked. And he had um who do you have on? He had on Chris Cuomo. Chris Cuomo. The former CNN news guy. Okay. And yeah, they were just talking about and that and I feel like that's what a lot of people are talking about now. Like they were like talking about how people used to, even though they didn't agree on politics, that they could still talk to each other, right? And still have like a mutual respect for each other. Like I've been hearing that a lot, like on that one, um, Jordan Peterson on Bill Maher's podcast was talking about the same thing. Ice Cube with um, with uh, Tucker Joe? Carlson, they're all oh. talking about people like coming together and being able to, you know, find our common ground similarities. Yeah. The common ground and not focus on our differences and, you know, yeah, exactly. Find ground and, and uh, yeah, I think it's time to, I don't know, try to move on from all this polarization. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think it's very easy to just, like oh i don't like what that person has to say like even me right i'll i don't like how social media makes me feel so i step away i'm not mm -hmm. there you can feel the same way with oh i don't like what that person has to say i'm gonna step away and never have to hear about it but when it yeah. comes yeah but then you don't like talk about it then you're outraged like how could they believe this mm -hmm. rather than like yeah. yeah finding the common ground and understanding that perspective making your case stuff like that yeah 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 i agree <laughs> i didn't really hear it but i think no, I get finding common ground it. finding common ground and also not being afraid to make your case because you know that person will respectively just hear you yeah yeah i mean we don't have to agree on everything it's that's fine yeah. I, you're never gonna always agree on anything it's just the fact that we got to just figure out a way to turn this ship around, man. Because shit is getting fucked. Getting fucked. I agreed. <laughs> All right, buddy. Seems like we're getting internet stuff. Why don't we just take a little break? Maybe it subsides or anything. Okay. All right. Sounds good. All right. Be back in five. Okay. Sounds good. What did you send? Hey, much man. No matcha. I sent you a Tom a, de Blast, a, re, uh, a policeman in a city, and the the graffiti in the back is just priceless, like matching the wretchedness of what's going on. <laughs> yeah, it's it just is. Like, is this the world? <laughs> yeah, it is. The people that say I just show them a. A picture of uh, a video about a policeman and rather large, short, out of weight. Um, you know, two, two large, too large out of weight for being uh, one, and one's a short lady with the glasses. With glasses, you know, I didn't even notice the lady next. I thought it was a dude next to the guy. Is it? Is it a lady? So, I thought I was so focused, uh, focused on <laughs> fakest. Pretty sure it was a she's the <laughs> fakest. Pretty sure it's a lady. Interesting. That's a lady.
lady. Yeah. <laughs> oh goodness. How we push you down and you're not gonna get up very quick. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh, like that, geez. like that mom that fell and the stroller was going into the road and she fell again. Yes, <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh no, <laughs> my child! Oh, about to get run literally, over. Yeah, literally literally a, fit, else. a fit athletic man came to save your ass, <laughs> save your baby's ass. <laughs> this is my baby now. <laughs> what if that's how it worked? I saved your baby's life and now it's my baby. It's my baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right dude um yeah i have to cut it a little sh i mean not right now but around um five on my end yeah yeah but you're uh, going to the movies going to the movies but all i had was just showing you a, sounds good a video i think we're running out of material anyway <laughs> all right um you're you're a fan of jazz you're a jazz guy we had fun yeah, at like lures jazz. lounge it's like yeah mm -hmm. well there's a a jazz band uh, made with all these professional musicians that mm -hmm. wanted to make a band together. Uh, but they also love game gaming. So they created an eight bit big band and it was kind of cool because you can tell that they're really like classically trained and they play uh, homage to like old jazz composing mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. they're trying to like, uh, I don't know. Um, I guess people don't take their the the music scores and stuff of gaming seriously, mm. but they're trying to like change the image of it. And I thought it was pretty cool. Like there might be a, a certain song that you might know from Nintendo sixty four mm. that might sound familiar to you. Let's see. Let's see it. This video was brought to you by my streaming service, Nebula. Everybody. A couple weeks ago, I played video game jazz music to a crowd of over 3,000 people. Over 3,200 people. The biggest show in MAGFest history. This was at MAGFest, a video game and music conference held in National Harbor, Maryland. What I found there was a vibrant scene of young people hungry for jazz big band music this is the line for a jazz big band concert it's absolutely wild only video game music man. only video game music level one the great video game songbook ladies and gentlemen welcome to the apron big band at magfest 2023 i'm uh, i'm charlie rosen i'm the band leader and arranger for the apron big band oh. The 8-Bit Big Band. So the 8-Bit Big Band is like a 35-piece symphonic jazz orchestra that's dedicated to reimagining and reinterpreting video game music in the same way that the arrangers of the mid-century were doing with other like great canons of work, like the Great American Songbook, Broadway musicals, you know, film school. Can you feel being that like now we're in a generation where video game music has been around long enough that it is itself 
an equally as important and vast catalog of music that is now set to be able to be reinterpreted. And <laughs> Sonic. <laughs> you're a Sonic fan, you're probably, oh, this is my song. In the same way that the great Not me, man, but that's cool. <laughs> you know, Nelson Riddle, uh, uh, we're doing with the Great American Songbook. We now have the great video game songbook. You might know the second song. generation of people that grew up with this music that is now fodder for us to riff on and reinterpret. Make some noise for Solomon Parker! What are some of the tunes of the canon? So it's so easy. The, here's the perfect example. Aside from the most mainstream one, which is the main Super Mario Bros. theme, I'd say one that's more indicative of like the video game music jazz scene is uh, Bob on Battlefield, Super Mario 64. You're jamming. All right, all right. All right, all right, all right. There we go. <laughs> that's my jam. The cool thing about it is like I gave a clinic to a high school big band recently, and they read my arrangement of Bob and Battlefield down, and I was like, just out of curiosity, how many of you knew this song before uh, today? Like, did you know the song before we read it? And like, a lot of them raised their hands. And I said, okay, great. And I already knew the answer. How many of you were alive in 1997 when this game came out? Literally <laughs> me and the teacher raising our hand. This one's called Bob on Battlefield from Super Mario 64. Anyone played that game? Man. Hey, we're old, dude. <laughs> That's a one, huh? But it's the same thing as like, we all play all you the remember? things you are, yeah. but nobody knows that it's from a 1930s musical called Very Warm for May. We just play it because it's a standard. It's part of a canon. Yeah, like all the things you are is found in every coffee-stained real book, that great tome of the jazz canon. But the tune started as 1930s pop music. Jazz musicians in the 1940s covered the tune, most notably Charlie Parker and Dizzy Gillespie, who used it as a vehicle for bebop improvisation, which in turn inspired more musicians to cover the tune as a vehicle for their bebop improvisation. Pretty soon, it was just expected by audiences and musicians alike that jazz musicians play all the things you are. The repertoire, the craft, and the art all kind of go hand in hand because of the tradition of playing this tune. We're seeing that process unfold right that? now Lewis with Lounge? Bob on Battlefield other and other video games. They would if you if asked you're playing like video that. game jazz, chances are you've tried your hand at an arrangement. People will then become familiar with the music from these arrangements, not from their original video games. And the video game music canon will continue <laughs> long after the video games from which they come. It's like, who's that song from? from? A lot of my own personal Back in experience the day. with this music, anyway. <laughs> like, I know how to play the tune Still Alive. This was a triumph. But I've never played the game that it comes from, Portal. Instead, I'm familiar with the tune because of the arrangement that the 8-Bit Big Band did with Benny Benack and the style of Frank Sinatra. This was a triumph. This is a good it's game. I love this song. Reference for the music yeah. is a but if you don't know the game which is like how yeah. jazz musicians relate to all the things you are. That's what it is now. It's like, and then maybe we go back and discover like, oh, this is from a Broadway musical, whatever. And now it's like kids can play Bob on Battlefield and say like, oh, I, I should go back and play that game, you know? 
like retro game. So it's like a, a parallel. You Please know? welcome Eli Bishop on the violin, everybody. <laughs> Level two, Ludo Jazz. I guess you didn't play this one. GameCube, you didn't have a game. Now, every great songbook needs its Cole Porter. And in this case, it's clearly the Japanese composer Koji Kondo. Hired by Nintendo in 1984, he is responsible for the music to all of the Super Mario games, Zelda games, and many other classics. Specifically for Mario, Kondo has cited Latin music as a big influence because he felt like the rhythm of playing the games in some way matched the rhythms of the music. The music is inspired by the game controls, and its purpose is to heighten the feeling of how the game controls. Gotta have a, so the rhythmic yeah. feel of the gameplay of certain styles of video game music pairs well with the rhythmic feel of certain styles of jazz music. Yeah, I was gonna say, the I feel like yeah, the Mario too. music is the good. composer for it's good for jazz. Yeah, would translate well. Early game systems limited sound meant that composers had to focus on melody. Lyrical melodies limited were necessary sound. in storytelling. Different melodic motifs would be associated with different characters, and yes, different levels. This is similar to how lyrical melodies tell stories in opera and musical theater, the basis for the old jazz canon. Melody tells the story. Melody sets the scene. So we can say that there are rhythmic and melodic elements of video game music that work well for jazz, but there's some other important things to mention here, too. So, right, my name is James Hazeldale. James is a Ludo musicologist, Ludo. somebody who academically studies the music in video games. Right now, wow, he's working he on his dissertation that? on the relationship wow. between jazz and video game music. When I was examining a lot of these frameworks, I noticed that it was strikingly similar to Tin Pan Alley form, A-A-B-A, A-A-B-A. B, C, small units of eight measures. And of course, because of the technical, technical limitations, excuse me, these of course loop, which is exactly how we think of standards, right? We do a 32 bar song form that repeats uh, ad infinitum or depending on the player's uh, decisions. Now, because the existing jazz canon, like all the things you are, for example, is based on these stock Tin Pan Alley and Broadway forms, jazz musicians know what to do with these things already. We know like to play the melody, we know to repeat the form over and over again for solos, and then we know to play the melody again at the end. Yeah, when to finish the solo, when to finish the level. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly, right, yeah, yeah. Consciously or otherwise, they are in control of the soundtrack, which is exactly what jazz musicians are doing. They're in control of the form. So going beyond the surface stylistic similarities in the melodies and the rhythms of classic video games to jazz, Formal elements become important also. These artists are engaging with the most popular medium, like jazz musicians were dealing with the most popular medium of their time. These are melodies that audiences recognize. Well, if you kept up with uh, Mario. But you remember Bob on Field? At least. I do. I do. Soaps can leave invisible just want to show you a little bit more. Pretty cool, right? Like, they're not just like, oh, let's make a any old band. You're gonna put a lot of thought. It's something that they love. What I like Level is, three. um, I hope they talk about it. Um, 
it's kind of like they pay uh, homage to the other songs before them type of thing. Jazz BGM oh. Jazz Ecosystems. Now, there are two specific musical ecosystems that help shape the 8-bit big band's music and Echoes. by extension shape the new canon of video game jazz. There are many other kinds of musical scenes associated with video game music, but we're just talking about jazz here. The first is, believe it or not, musical theater, very much like early jazz. And then I just give an upbeat prep into the next bar, which is at a new tempo. I'm gonna sort of dictate all the eighth notes at eight. Charlie Rosen is an accomplished Broadway conductor. Are you dragging? He brings that expertise to the eighth big band. A Russian. He won a Tony Award for his orchestrations on the music. Whiplash. Rouge. Yo, Max, you have changes written in your part? We're doing the ink. He helped Moulin Rouge. Ink is good. Let's give it up for the one, the only, Lydia Fischel, ladies and gentlemen. Lydia will be performing a fan favorite of the video game music songbook. This is Snake Eater from Metal Gear Solid. The musicians of the 8-Bit Big Band are also largely drawn from Broadway as well and represent the elites of New York City session musicians. Like Zach Zinger and Tomo Akaboshi did the music supervision and some orchestration for Elden Ring. Chloe Rollins regularly tours with Fleet Foxes. Addison Evans Fox? toured with Beyonce. She's in some of Beyonce's music videos. Natalie Tenenbaum is an MD on Broadway and arranges for Lang Lang. Stephen Feifke literally just won a Grammy like two days ago. The bass player that normally plays with the 8-Bit Big Band is Julia Adami whose main gig is touring the world with Sam Smith, which is all to say that video game jazz is currently being made by elite professionals. How often do you have a gong in your writer? You're gonna put a gong behind you? And a bomb. So do you wanna take any huge rips? I rip and I hit. Sounds like James Bond, right? I think that's what they're trying to go for in this game. Snake Eater. Definitely. There weren't any large <laughs> ensemble concerts doing like pop style writing, you know, like the songbook of this person with these pop singers at the New York Pops, you know, this kind of like more jazz mid-century style orchestral big band studio orchestra stuff for video game music. Yeah, okay, even the, the title screen. So cool to see live. You know, we have improvising, we have singing, pop style, you know? Mm. So that's the hole I wanted to fill. As it relates to the jazz scene, it's it's unclear. Ah. They don't they don't it's like unclear. it, the jazz people. Level four. It? Video jazz game music. Unclear. You know who he is. Please make some noise for insane in the rain. The second musical ecosystem that feeds the 8-bit big band comes from young jazz musicians who are steeped in video game music as well as jazz. Hey everyone, my name is Carlos Ini, also known as Insane in the Rain online. I've performed jazz arrangements of video game music on my YouTube channel and also at various video game conventions. And I'm also a video game composer, so I write music for video games. There's, of course, also the J-music maestro himself, Patrick Bartley, who has his foot firmly both in the traditional jazz ecosystem as well as video games. Hey, everybody. My name is Patrick Bartley, and I'm a saxophonist and the leader of the J-music ensemble. And because of my deep passion for it all, I've dedicated maybe the past 10 years or so to studying the vast worlds of Japanese pop, anime, and video game music. And with my experience in the historic and contemporary traditions of real authentic jazz, 
let's just say that I'm trying to get down to the truth of it, if you know what I mean. <laughs> So in some ways, the vocabulary <laughs> yeah, of the jazz yeah, is influencing the formation of the video game jazz canon, rooting it in that rich history. There is an arrangement of Song of Storms from The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Oh. My personal favorite OSD, Patrick Bartley plays this uh, song in his set sometimes. And he had already, he does it as a jazz waltz. Lovely. And does the impression. Where's my drink? You know, or so what my thing where it goes up martini, to E flat minor, it goes back down to D. Took that idea and I'm like, okay, we're going to do like the hard bop, you know, live at Newport Jazz Festival, hard swinging, you know, modal jazz thing. Put it back into four. And I put in like impressions, yes and no, the Wayne Shorter tune. Putting in old shit. Took all this, these inspirations for other like modal hard bop artists and like put it into Zelda, and uh, I think it came out really cool. Snap at the bass, <laughs> snap at the bass. mashup thing that charlie rosen is doing here is not just for the lols this is an important the the jazz it's called quotation, <laughs> quotation. When you take somebody else's work and organically mesh it into your own you're showing people that you have actively engaged with the history so oh you know what's a good Engaging example of that the is the ella fitzgerald scat solo from yeah. the live in berlin concert yeah. where it's like smoke gets in your eyes and like ornithology and like she, she does all these quotes from other things it's kind of how i arrange sometimes <laughs> and so when charlie rosen and patrick bartley do this they're linking the past to the present for a new generation of video game music fans <laughs> There's clearly a desire to connect this music to the tradition, whatever that might mean, but not everybody sees it that way. Goodies haters. Jazz institutions you know, like jazz education, jazz promoters, people in the jazz school. festivals oh, that's not art. are not super hip to what's going on. I don't think the sort of mainstream jazz zeitgeist, media, whatever you want to call it, quite knows exactly too what niche. to do with video game yeah, music. I can see yeah. that. I can it's see all that. kind of despite the fact that the band has Over time, a Grammy though. for the arrangement of Meta Knight's Revenge from Kirby Superstar with chiptune Shredlord Button Masher. This is an incredibly new entry into that world that's coming at it not directly. You know, it's from another angle. We're going to be performing our Grammy award-winning arrangement of Meta Knight's Revenge. I played on the recording, too, which I guess means that I won a Grammy technically maybe I'll, I'll say i did i won a grammy hey this keyboard was in the, i mean this thing was in the way yeah get out of the way yeah. i just want to show you a little bit i thought it was kind of cool that um they are taking video game music and but they're not just like oh let's make it sound like jazz they're like you know they're putting thought and effort yeah and yeah, yeah they're like, using they're actually... that as the source and and making new new arrangements and yeah that's yeah, pretty cool and you know paying uh, uh paying back to the traditions and like hey i'm gonna put this in my song call back to anyone mm -hmm. that knows this and jazz like ah, i see what you did there yeah yeah, 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 like, yeah. Oh, it's like easter eggs for jazz people oh, 
quotation. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so I think that's really cool that they do that and that it's a very niche yeah. thing. But if if they ever come around, I'd love to hear some live big band music. I might not know all the the music, but I think yeah, I'd yeah, but it'll still be a good time. Yeah, and it was funny that video they showed. I think it was during 2020, but um, while I was listening, I was like, oh, this is a really good set. Like it's an hour and a half set mm-hmm. of that big band. It's like, hey, everyone, oh, yeah. just got news. Uh, they want you to like, you know, you guys are too bunched together. I was like, oh, this is COVID days. Oh, you need a separate. Yeah. I was like, oh, Oh, shit. And I'm just laughing because everyone's having a good time and it's naturally gets closer because all the jumping and stuff. And like, hey, um, simmer down now. Simmer down. Simmer down. It's unnatural. (laughs) Yeah. Anywho, uh, yeah, thanks for watching that. Seeing my my little interests that I like there. And why don't you tell the people? Because I think I have to get going. Where to find us in other places All right. and whatnot. All right, people. <laughs> don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and listen to us wherever you do for podcasts. Until next Until time. Next time. <laughs> See ya. See ya. <laughs> Can you align it, you fucker? <laughs> Line it up, motherfucker. Bring it back. Go like this. Maybe you're so close. That's why. Because I just go like this. Good, man. Nice, nice. What are you going to do now? Yeah, it's a guys. Take care of some chores and... Take care of business. Go up to Steph's sister's house. Maybe watch Little Mermaid. I don't know. I'm going to plead my case to be like, hey, just wait a month and it'll be on Disney Plus. We don't want to listen to you, Miguel. (laughs) (laughs) Remember when you plead your case with the lantern? They don't want to listen. Get out of here, Miguel. I don't want to listen to you. (laughs) That's all I can do. I got alternative suggestions. Hey, can I just plead? And Ron Perlman put up a video saying like, Oh shit, Ron! <laughs> Let's let me pull up the Ron Perlman one. I don't want to imitate him. You I want to like, <laughs> yeah. London is my home. <laughs> no, I'm getting old. Eradicate! Eradicate!